back. Plus it's been two, two months hiatus, three. Anyway, uh, yeah, so a lot's happened since the last time I got on the podcast with my co-founder, Ed. Uh, we've been finally working on launching this version one, and it's definitely been a learning experience. Uh, yeah, you think you have a date to launch, and it, it just doesn't happen because things come up, bugs come up, time, uh, what else? Wanting to perfect things, uh, building too much at once, uh, uh, over being overly ambitious, uh, so much shit. But, you know, we were thinking we were building something like really simple for this like fully functional version one because we... We tried to make it as simple as possible, but there's just so much that goes into building each features and also the back end. I think the back end has been what's, uh, what's taking the longest. Uh, also build, building a new back end, building an API so we can integrate with other apps and um, hardware technology, uh, which I have some cool updates on that as well. But yeah, so it's been great working with Ed. Um, I'm happy we're working again, working together. We're both uh, quote-unquote minorities, even though I don't like to use that term. But uh, we're, we're Puerto Rican. He was born and raised in Jersey City. I was born and raised in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Bushwick before it was cool. Well, it was cool for us, but what it's cool, considered cool today. Uh, and I'm happy to be from from that area. And we're not your average Silicon Valley founders. Um, and I think that's great. We have a different, different swag. So we have different ideas. We see things differently. Uh, and I hope that comes out in our the design of the product, the experience of the product, even though it's still going to be fairly simple right now. Um, just so we can work faster and test, but trying to make something look different than what everything looks like now. Uh, a little bit more complicated than I thought because, you know, I look at other apps and I look at designs and I try to model those, like the UX and the UI of it. Um, because it's something people are comfortable with and that they see all the time that they're used to. So hopefully with this, I mean, this version one is a little bit different. It's only web-based to start. Um, so I tried to make it a little bit different. The landing page is, uh, it's a little bit plain, but it's, I tried to style the landing page a bit different from what the normal tech landing page looks like. And I'm learning design right now as we go. So, um, you know, it looks like shit now, but hopefully, you know, I've tried to make it look nice, but hopefully... Um, it'll start looking better. Um, and it actually will start looking better because we just added uh, someone to the team. Her name is Anastasia. She lives in Mountain View, California. And so she does U, uh, she does UX and she does front end, front end development. Um, so she's already working on, you know, making the landing page look a little bit clearer. Uh, and also the front end of the of the actual product. Uh, so finally, we're getting some help 
on that end for Ed because Ed's been up to his forehead with managing all the tech work that has to be done and also managing his time um, between working a full-time job and working on Santa Mine. So I know that's been stressful. So um, you know, glad to have gotten him some help. And we're also actually looking for uh, someone to help some 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 other help on the front end and possibly possibly back end as well because he's very um he loves back end and he's like you know he wants to really he wants to own that um but I think that's part of being a CTO you have to you know learn how to I, I know he knows how to delegate but it's hard to give away like your baby um and I think he wants to build out like the full like the, the meat and potatoes, the ground floor, the foundation. That way anybody that comes in can easily just build on top of it. Um, so that's why I'm not sure about a back end yet, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I think help, help is very helpful. And yeah, so we have someone else on the team who is, he's from Philly. His name is Michael Pearson. He also plays in a band and has a group called Slowzy. Uh, they just released their album on Spotify, so check that out. Uh, but yeah, he's real. He's real cool. He's smart. Uh, he's at the University of Pennsylvania, um, and he's working on everything digital, social media marketing. Uh, so, so we're kind of working that out together. Um, and yeah, so hopefully that starts taking off because what's really time consuming is creating the content, and I need the help with that. Um, but I think I don't just want him to do it alone. I want to work together um, because we can both crank out a lot more content and think of think of new new way new ideas, new things to talk about, new topics, how to talk about it. You know, because I feel like a lot of stuff on social media is all the same now, and I fell into that trap too. Um, quotes, um, excerpt from from, from uh, editorials, from magazines, from books, also just putting out facts, knowledge. And I like all that stuff, but uh, I would like to do something, something different, uh, something that when people are scrolling, they actually stop to read or watch, uh, and it's, it, gets them, it gets them thinking. Um, so we'll see, we're, we're continually working on that. So it's cool, we have a, it's a small team of four, and I'm hoping that, you know, we can continue working together for as long as possible. Uh, I hope that, you know, our two new team members stay with us for as long as possible. I want to grow this thing together. I think they're great. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that they actually wanted to, you know, work with us and work on Satomine. They believe in the mission. They believe in like what we're trying to do. So that, that was really, that was really, um, like a a win, but it really felt made me feel good because you know we're trying to build something, and when you're in the thick of it, nobody knows what you're doing. You feel like nobody cares, but having two people that actually want to work on the product and with the company is is really cool. And I hope they can you know they t they get some learnings from it, and I hope I can provide as much value to them as possible. And I'm going to try my best to do that. Uh, so th this was actually the first time that I learned how 
I wouldn't say hard, but I'd say time consuming recruiting is. So I put out posts on AngelList and started getting a lot of candidates right in. Um, surprisingly, a lot more than I thought. And maybe it's because there are a lot more people that have free time now because of the pandemic. Uh, but everyone I looked at, um, most people look great. And, and it was hard for me because I, I, I'm like, I'm a really nice person. So it was hard for me to like decline people or like say, all right, not this person, especially that, you know, all the candidates, all the candidates look great. Um, but yeah, so it was really time consuming to go through that. And I was someone that always believed cover letters were bullshit. Um, I thought, you know, like, like the great Jay-Z said in one of his songs, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. So to me, a cover letter, you can lie, you can bullshit, you can finesse it, but numbers, aka a resume, doesn't lie. This is what you did. Um, you can like, you can fib a little bit about any numbers or, you know, what, what you did at your previous roles, but not too much. Like it is what it is. You did what you did, right? So, so I used to hate myself writing cover letters. That's why I hated it. When looking for a job, writing cover letters, I thought it was bullshit. But as I was looking through resumes, it's too time consuming to look at every resume and you really just glance over it really fast. Um, I really wasn't looking for school or particular companies or brand name companies. I just wanted someone, people that were interested in what we were doing, um, had knowledge in what we were looking for and, you know, passion for learning more about that role um, and a good person. So naturally I went looking at cover letters and people that didn't write a cover letter as hard as it was to, to just pass on them, I had to pass on those. Um, and people that wrote cover letters that I, that were kind of uh, a copy and paste, I, you can kind of tell because of the words that are used and um, the way the cover letter is structured. Uh, and to be honest, I used to copy, when I first started writing cover letters, I used to copy and paste because it's time consuming to write something different to each company. But if you really want to work at that company, um, there's something that drives you to write a personalized cover letter. And the ones that were personalized, you can really tell because they're all, they're completely different from each other. And those are the people that I, that I, that I listed that I wanted to talk to because they were personal cover letters. They talked about why they wanted to work, uh, at the company, why they liked the mission. Um, and they would tie it back into their values and they, they use my name as well um, in the cover letter. So I knew those were personal, personalized. And those are the people that, that I spoke with. Um, so yeah, so I have to take back everything I've ever, <laughs> ever said about cover letters, um, but it's more so speed. And there's just something really touching when someone writes a personalized cover letter, it comes off as genuine and that person really wants to, to work at your company. And if uh, I hate to say it now, but if, 
if someone doesn't take the time to write a cover letter, which I understand as well, um, but now being on the other side, looking at resumes, it's just so time consuming. I think a cover letter is best. I also did um, speak to people that contacted me directly on LinkedIn because they took that extra step. Um, and there's something that I always wanted to do, uh, which is not leave people hanging. Um, and unfortunately, I've left some people hanging because I just haven't got back to. Um, and it's just because life happens. Uh, so now I empathize with recruiters and anyone that has to do with hiring. I immensely empathize with those people. But that doesn't mean I don't want to change the way hiring is done. So one day in the future, hopefully, we can build a system where if people that don't get through to making it um, to work at Sandline, we don't just leave them hanging and say, hey, thanks, but no thanks. But there's a system where we can connect them to recruiters looking for candidates or to other companies or hiring managers. And maybe that's... Maybe that's something that a product that we build, but that's, there's something I really want to do and I just don't want to leave people hanging. So, uh, working to create partnerships with hiring managers or recruiting firms or even all these new websites that uh, try to get people jobs. Um, you know, cause I want, I want to help people get jobs because it's really hard getting a job. And I know everybody says this that, Oh, we wish we could hire everybody, but we can't. And I've always thought that was bullshit, but uh, yeah, it's true. And now I see it on the other side. Um, uh, but there's a lot of places that we can use. I mean, we can use a lot of help. Uh, design, marketing, uh, more engineers, Android, iOS. But we can't pay. So is there that many people that want to... Are there that many people that want to do that? Are there people that will stay on board and complete the project. I just don't want a lot of people to come on and then there there's a bunch of work that's that's left undone. I, I don't think, I think that's gonna be worse than us just building slowly. I don't know. I'm learning along the way too and you know a lot has been, a lot has happened in the past two months and it, it's moved faster than the past two years. So I guess it's, it's I'm just learning on the way as well. Um, so we'll see how it continues to go. Uh, I had I had applied to something called Supermaker. They were giving a uh, $100,000 grant to two teams. And then eight other teams would get um, mentorship from some really good mentors at some great companies. Like one of the mentors was Mark Cuban. So I was hoping... That, you know, because we're doing, working on mental health, we're trying to help people that can afford it or, you know, we're trying to help everybody. But this people that can afford therapy, they can use Sandaline, but, you know, the, it's the people that can afford therapy that will benefit from Sandaline the most. So... You know, we talked about an application, we talked about the mission, why we're building it, and long story short, we didn't get the, we didn't get chosen for anything, for the grant, nor for mentorship, which 
they had, I think they said 1700 applications, but not one, not one company that made it out of the 10 was in mental health. And the frustrating thing is that everybody talks about mental health and how important it is. But then when it comes down to it, like, you know, why, if it's so important, why aren't more companies getting funded or getting grants? Like there should be massive amounts of money going to mental health companies, but it's not. Unfortunately, you know, investors have to make a, a return on their money. So to them, the space is crowded. And for the people that run the grant, are great people, but uh, I don't know what happened there. Maybe it's the way I told the story, the way I pitched it. Um, maybe I have to write about it better. Maybe I have to brag about it better, hype it up more, which I don't do at all. Um, I don't know. I just like to be honest about it, but I, I'm seeing that that doesn't work. Products that get hyped up get a lot more views, a lot more eyes on them. Um, and unfortunately, I guess that's how things are. And I'm, I'm learning that right now as I go. And I just, it's just hard for me to hype, hype the product, uh, hype it up when it's not fully there yet. But I guess I just have to start selling the vision. So I'm, I'm going to try, I'm going to start trying to do that. So we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Uh, so yeah, um, and you know, congratulations to the teams that got it. There was a, crowdfunding platform uh, that won 50,000 grant, $50,000 grant. Um, it's crowdfunding strictly for, is it black companies or black people? I think it might be black companies. Um, then the other one was a, I think a hat or a hoodie company for, the, I, mean the two, I think the two founders were black. Um, and then the rest of the teams, there was, there was a queer health, um, there was a productivity tool, I believe. I actually follow him on, on Twitter and he's, he's really great. He's built something from nothing, um, a while ago and he puts out a lot of great content. Uh, and a couple of the companies, there was a cool plant company. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's called Supermaker. So yeah, if you want to look them up on Twitter or, um, on Google, it'll pop up. So yeah, check them out. They're really cool. The founders are cool too. Uh, so yeah, um, what else? Oh yeah, so we have two possible partnerships, really cool partnerships with uh, hardware tech companies. I, I don't want to really just, I don't want to really give it away now, but two really cool, innovative hardware tech companies that uh, we hopefully will be partnering with. We've been in conversations with both. Um, it looks good. It's just about getting our API, um, getting our API finished so we can integrate with them. And I think that's going to be a really good look for us and give us a lot more, get a lot more views uh, of our product and eyes on Satomine and also converting them to hopefully long-term users. Uh, so one, so one company is in audio and the other is in visual and I'll leave it at that. Uh, once they're locked down then I'll let you know what those are and I'm really grateful for that. And the audio company, the person that actually, you know, set this up, I think we've been following each other on Twitter for a while now, more than a year for sure. And 
I, I've always thought of him as like this cool dude and he comes out of nowhere like, hey, would love for you to talk to the founder of our, um, of our company and I'm really grateful to him, man. And that came from Twitter and like he was cool in my book before that, but now he's like super cool and he's like that he's got a friend for life if if he would like that you know i'm his friend for life or for setting this up man that's i'm really grateful for that so uh neil thanks neil man that's uh for us that's that's such a huge thing um so thank you and uh yeah i'll make sure to tell you that in person as well one day uh what else what else oh yeah so we uh, we incorporated too. Well, that's that's not big news, but I figured, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago we incorporated. I just kept holding off because we didn't. We were just working on a product. We didn't really weren't really fully formed yet, and I didn't want to do that yet. There was no reason to, but um, I decided to because you know we had some things in the pipeline and we want to do some more things, and that'll just make us you know, legit. So we incorporated and it, it felt good when, when I got it, when I got it done, it was just like, you know, check off, um, checking off one of the, one of the boxes. Uh, we, so I actually, it's like 500 to do it with Stripe, Atlas. Uh, I found it, I found one for 400. I found it, I found it somewhere else for about 300. And at the end, I, I got the EIN number myself on the IRS website. So don't have to pay extra for that. Um, and what else? So we got that for free, the EIN number. Um, and then the incorporation I did, I forgot the website I did it on, but I think I paid 180. Uh, so yeah, uh, I kept, I kept that cost as low as possible. I just kept digging in online and seeing what I could do. Um, and you can probably get it for free if you get, I know you can go to a law school and get students to help you put the documents together and then you can file them yourself, I believe. Um, there might be some state or, yeah, there might be some state fees you have to pay, might be less, but I'm not too sure. But anyway, I got it done for 180 and I was just excited that uh, we were able to get it that low. Uh, yeah, so we've been, Ed has a full-time job, so he's, you know, he's working at night, he's working at weekends. Um, I don't have a full-time job, so I'm just working on this, but I'm, you know, I, I have a son, so that takes up a lot of my time, and managing my time has been really, really hard. Uh, there's a lot to do, and I'm a morning person, but, you know, on the days I have my son in the morning, with my ladies working, I can't do anything with him now because he's super active. He's all over the place. He just turned one. He's crawling everywhere. He's standing. He's he's basically almost walking now. He's holding on to things with one hand, uh, and I can't keep my eyes my eyes off him. So it's impossible to get things done on the days I'm I'm taking care of him. On uh, the two to four days that I have, I try to get stuff done, uh, but the the to do list is just a running list that's never ending. Um, this podcast was one. <laughs> It's taking me this long to get it done, but you know I'm trying to prioritize things more and more. So that's why I was able to finally sit down and and get this recorded. Now I wanna I wanna start editing this podcast, put some music on, like I did with the last one, but a little bit more professional. 
but that just takes a lot more time. But I'm going to try to do that because I love audio editing and I love making music. So hopefully I'm hoping to do something with this one like that. Uh, and, and obviously the next ones, but it all depends with the, with the time. I need one day to do audio editing for the podcast. Uh, cause I've also started the Santa Mind podcast again. And I just recorded with a therapist from Florida yesterday, Dr. Judy. Uh, so I have, I'm definitely doing that one more professional. So I have to edit that. So I don't know, maybe I take Saturdays or Sundays to do edits on podcasts and then release them on the Monday. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. So yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, just trying to stay more organized, uh, using Trello and Slack. Um, Slack for conversations with everyone on the team, Trello with things that we have to do. Uh, most, more so Ed is using Trello for that. Um, now he's all into agile, agile development and so he's using Trello for that. Uh, but that's it. So yeah, hit me up, uh, hit me up on Twitter. If you, uh, I'd love to connect with you and like to get to know who's actually listening to this. Uh, and I'm on Instagram too. So you know what it is, the solo founder on Instagram and on Twitter, it's the solo founder, but without the E in founder at the end. So instead of D E R, it's D R. Um, and that's it. So make sure you check out the app, check out the website. We have the web player up. We have the landing page. Uh, it's not, the landing page is not for mobile. Um, but when you get to the landing page on a desktop or a laptop, you can click to listen on the web player. Uh, trying to get more therapists on to create content. It's been hard for me to get in contact with them, um, to connect with them, to try to get more therapists on just because of timing. Uh, but that's what this version one is all about. Uh, them just getting into the product themselves, discovering it, setting up their own profiles, recording on recording right on the product and or uploading audio right on the product. Um, users will be able to follow them and we have, we're going to have playlists as well. Uh, that way you can create a playlist, share with your friend that might be going through something. Therapists can create their own playlist of, uh, you know, important topics they think are important, but obviously we need a lot more content so you can create more playlists. And yeah, if you know of a therapist, send them my way. Um, I'd love to get them on to the platform and remember the app is still it's still on the uh, it's still on the app store, so um, that's like our MVP. Go check it out. There's a lot of content on there to listen to, and just share it with anybody else that you know. So, yep. Thanks for listening, and I hope to have another podcast with more news, uh, updates, or uh, current events, whatever, whatever comes to mind. I'm now starting to write write things down on a piece of paper while I talk on this podcast, so I won't forget things. Uh, all right. Peace out, guys. Thanks.